Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Well, hello everyone and welcome to God's Word for Life. This is episode number 12. This is a Lesson Companion podcast, so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Living Word Summer 2020 Lesson Manual or Student Workbook and follow along. Lesson number six, intended for July 12, 2020, entitled Miraculous Multiplication. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Bible, sit back, and let's dive into God's Word together. Well, before we look at God's Word together and look at what we can apply to our lives and live out this week, I was thinking of an instance in the Scriptures, the New Testament, in light of what we're going to be looking at in 2 Kings chapter 4. I was thinking of one instance in the New Testament where Jesus had been teaching all day long and looked out at the crowds, noticed they were hungry and they needed to eat, and of course, Jesus and the disciples began to talk and the disciples began to express, there's no way, Lord, we can feed all these people. We don't have enough food. We just need to send them away. And Jesus asked them to find what, just find some food, just find anything. What can you find? And of course, one of the disciples found this little boy who had a lunch that had been made just for him, had five little loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus said, bring it to me. And Jesus took that small meal for that one little boy, and Jesus took it in his hands, and the Bible said he blessed it, and he multiplied it, and with that one meal, he fed over 5,000 men, and of course, the numbers of women and children, could have been well over 10,000 people, and Jesus took that tiny little meal, and he multiplied it miraculously and fed upwards of 10,000 plus people, and not only that, The Bible says there were 12 baskets full of leftovers when everything was finished. Jesus knows how to take any size, whatever it may be, and multiply it and meet the needs of many people. I want you to turn in your Bibles, if you would, to 2 Kings chapter 4, and we're going to look at this passage together and this lesson entitled Miraculous Multiplication. Let's look at 2 Kings chapter 4. We're going to read the first seven verses of this chapter. 2 Kings chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, 
and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more, and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay the debt, and live thou and thy children on the rest. And that's our focus verse today, verse 7 of Second Kings 4. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. God can take what we have and miraculously multiply it to bless us. That's our focus thought for today. God can take what we have and miraculously multiply it to bless us. Let's look at this passage. Let's think a few things here we can take from this and apply to our lives today and focus on our personal growth and discipleship and drawing closer to the Lord Jesus this week. The first thing, first king, second king, I'm sorry, chapter 4, looking at verse 1, this woman who was married to a uh, son of the prophet, son of the prophets, uh, uh, she was married to a prophet and she or someone that was training to be a prophet and she comes to Elijah and Elisha and she says my sir you know your servant my, my husband he's dead and we were left with a lot of debt though and the creditors have come and they're wanting to take my sons away to be their slaves basically to pay off this debt the creditors come to do this the creditor had come to take from her it reminds me of John chapter 10 verse 10 where the thief has come to steal to kill and to destroy. The enemy of our souls never comes to add to our lives. He may tempt us with things and tell us that your life could be so much better if you add this, here, take this, but anytime the enemy tempts you to take something from him that he's offering you, don't do it because every time he's trying to give you something, he's actually secretly trying to take something from you because the thief, the creditor, the enemy has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Let me ask this question, thinking about this verse and what's happening in this passage. What has the enemy stolen or tried to steal from you? Is there anything in your life that the enemy has wedged his way in? Maybe sometime in your distant past, or maybe it hasn't been so far, so long ago, but the enemy has either stolen from you or tried to steal from you. I could testify of things in my life that the enemy has stolen, but he's also, there's things he's tried to steal, and the, just by the grace of God, and maybe a decision that I made, or something that I, 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 I put up, put up my hands and surrendered to God and said, I, I can't let the, and, and he almost stole it, but he didn't steal it. It's time that we fight for our family. We fight for our future. We fight for our faith because the creditor has come to take. The thief has come to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I'm so glad that I know the one who's come to give life and life more abundantly. So has the enemy stolen anything from you? Has he tried to steal something from you? We need to fight. Just as this woman, she went to the prophet and went to the man of God and said, I, I, I'm about to lose my kids, but I've got to fight for them. I've got to somehow, please help me. I've got to save my kids. 
If we look at verse number two for the kind of the second thought I want to think about here today. Verse number two, Elisha said to her, responded to this request. She said, what, what do you want me to do for you? First of all, tell me what, what's in your house. And she basically said, your handmaid has nothing but a, a pot of oil. Let me share an observation that when we get down to only oil, we are poised for a miracle. When we get down to only oil, when we get down to only the spirit in our life and we're relying on nothing nothing else, everything else has been stripped away, everything else has been taken away, we realize we have nothing left but oil. That's when the miraculous is about to happen. When we get down to nothing, not, not our strength, but his might, not our ability, but his anointing. Sometimes life will strip everything away from us. And if we'll surrender ourselves, I think sometimes a part of the plan of God is to let us get stripped down to everything is removed until we have nothing left but the oil, nothing left but the spirit, nothing left to rely on but him. But when we get there, and when we realize our only hope's in the oil, our only hope is in what's been left, then we're poised for a miracle. So when Elisha asked her, what's in your house? That's what she said. So that's the, that's the question I want to ask you today. What's in your house? Is the spirit in your house? Is God's presence in your home? Have you realized, your family realized, are you settled on there's nothing more important than to have the Spirit of God among us, nothing more important than to have His presence in our lives? What is in your house? I pray you find spiritual things in your house. I pray you find God's blessings and God's Spirit and God's power. We need to get down to only oil. Let's look at this next passage, verses 3 through 7, for this last question we want to consider today, last thought we want to consider. After she had told Elisha that all they had was a pot of oil, a little pot of oil, he told her, go borrow some vessels from your neighbors. Send your sons out, go out, find as many vessels, empty vessels you can find. Ask your neighbors, find as many as you can and bring them into your house. And when you find them, bring them to your house, shut the door upon you and your sons and start pouring oil into the vessels. And you can imagine what she's, what she's thinking. She's got this little pot of oil, just a little bit of oil left. And you want me to pour that little bit into a bunch of vessels? How is that even going to happen? But instead of asking that and wondering that and trying to figure it out in her mind, she just did what the prophet said. And they got all the vessels they could find and they brought them into the house and they shut the door upon her and upon her sons. They locked themselves inside and she began pouring that little bit of oil into one vessel. And that vessel filled up and she, they brought another one to her and she filled that one up and then another one and filled that one up until every vessel they had borrowed was full of oil. And she told her son, she said, get me another vessel. And he said, there's, there's no more. And at that point, the oil stopped flowing. So she comes to the man of God and, and tells him, we, we filled up all these vessels. And he tells her, go sell all the oil, pay your debt, and whatever's left over, you and your children live off of the rest. Let me tell you today that multiplication, miraculous multiplication takes place behind closed doors. The miracle is dependent upon what you do with what you have when no one else is looking. So let me ask you, what goes on in your life behind closed doors? What do you do with what God has given you 
when nobody else is looking. Now, it's one thing to take what God's given you and stand up in front of a bunch of people and use that to bless people, whether it's singing or preaching or ministering or teaching or encouraging or a challenge, whatever it is that you do. But what do you do with that oil when nobody else is looking? What do you do behind closed doors when you shut the door behind you and you go into your private world? What do you do with what God has put in your life? The real miracle happens behind closed doors. The real miracle takes place when we take what God's given us and we shut our families in and we minister to our families and we let that oil flow in our homes, let that anointing, the spirit minister in our homes. That's when God does the greatest works. That's when he multiplies miraculously. So what is it that goes on in your life, in your family, behind closed doors. I think it's so very important as we look at this passage today, we realize that if sometimes it takes a step of faith, this woman, she was backed into a corner. She really didn't have many options. And even the option that the prophet was telling her didn't really sound logical. But being out of options and not knowing what to do, she realized all I have is a little oil. All I have is oil. Sometimes in our lives, we've got to take inventory and realize it looks like life has stolen so many things from us. We've lost so many things. We've been through so much. If you'll take a look in your house, hopefully you'll find a little bit of oil. And God can do so much with that oil. If you'll just give it to him and trust him, God will work the miraculous in your life. So what can we do with this text? What can we do with some of these thoughts we have, have kind of pondered here today? Number one, call to action this week. Intercede for your family this week. This woman came to Elisha and she was fighting for her family. Her husband had passed away and now her two sons were about to be taken off as slaves to pay off the debt she had been left with. But she wasn't about to let that happen without a fight. And I am challenging somebody today. You might feel like you're losing your kids. You might feel like your family is, is kind of in turmoil. You might feel like maybe it's an extended family or something. The enemy is at work and the thief is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. This week, I believe you can focus on interceding for your family, standing in the gap just like that woman. You're going to go to the Lord and you're going to say, this has happened and that's happened and the enemy is trying to come and steal away, but I'm not going to let it happen without a fight. Lord Jesus, I need you to help me. I pray intercede for your family this week and believe for the miraculous that God is going to step in and do a work and multiply some things and cause that oil, that anointing, those prayers you've prayed, those prayers you've prayed over and over again. God is going to bless that and God's going to do a work and God's going to bring about a miracle in your family. So intercede for your family this week. That's one thing we can do for these next six or seven days intercede for our family number two take inventory of your house what is in your house or what's not in your house when the prophet asked the woman she he said what's in your house she said i don't really have anything but a pot of oil 
Well, that's all she needed. So I'm going to ask you, take inventory of your house this week. What are some things that you have in your house that you could be thankful for and that you can pray that God would multiply it and use it? Or what's maybe some things that you need to get rid of in your house? Maybe there's some things you need to get rid of. So take inventory in your house this week. Is there something you need to get rid of? Or is there something you need to acquire and get in your house? And then number three, if multiplication takes place behind closed doors, then I, I want us to focus this week on work, working on our private praise this week. Working on finding a, finding a place in solitude where we can seek God, where we can turn to God, where we can talk to God and seek Him and see what He would do with what we, are, what we have and turn it over to Him and let God do a miracle in our lives. I believe He can work some miraculous multiplication in your life this week. Dear Lord Jesus, we are so grateful, so grateful for the promises, for your goodness and your mercy in our lives. Lord, we have noticed there are times in our lives the enemy tries to come in and steal and kill and destroy. We've seen him try to attack our families. We've seen him try to attack our kids. We've seen the enemy come in and try to deceive. And he, 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 he tempts us that he's trying to give us something. But every time, it's always he's trying to steal and take away. God, I pray that you would that you would stop the enemy's advancement in these lives, the lives of those listening today. Stop the advancement of the enemy, and I pray that you'd work a miracle in their lives. I pray you'd help them to see the things that that you can work with. That I pray the anointing of the Holy Ghost be in our families. That your, that's your spirit. Let the oil be there in our lives that you can take and multiply and work a miracle in each and every one of us. God, we turn to you, we look to you, our faith and hope is in you, and we thank you for your promises and your provision. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at PentecostalPublishing.com.